Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good evening, evening, ladies and gentlemen, and and welcome welcome to the Toddcast, Toddcast, featuring featuring the number one Toddcaster in America, America, Todd Todd, Ordorff. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you, this is Todd Ordorff on the Toddcast, coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA 2, be exact. Sometime, I'm going to realize I'm really not a good singer, but nobody can out-sing me in the shower, that is a fact. Nobody wants to hear about to shower time! This is episode three. My name is Todd Orndorff. I'll be your party host for this evening. Very excited for this episode because I traveled to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania to the Great American Outdoor Show for a sit-down conversation with Ryan McKinney. Ryan McKinney works for Bear Lane Guide Services in Wesley, Maine. And we met two years ago on Instagram, but we never met. We would talk all the time. We would talk hunting. We would talk wrestling. He is one of the guys who has always told me, I need to go back into wrestling. I, you need to go back to school. You got, you cut me promos, cut me promos. This guy is so funny and he's such a good guy. And we went out for beers the night before I interviewed him. It was, it was the first time we met. It was Ryan, his dad and I. We go to this place called Boomerangs in Harrisburg, PA. If you're ever there, go. It's a really cool place. And I feel like they should sponsor me now for giving them a plug. You're welcome, Boomerang. It was a really great place. We had some beers. We were there for like two and a half hours. Just talking about hunting, fishing, everything. Golf. It was like we've done it forever. Which is really cool. Because a lot of times, as you know, everybody's had an encounter where they met someone and, you know, you really don't know what to say. It was just organic. It's a great friendship we all have. And then the interview that Ryan and I did, it was hilarious. The cool thing about this interview was we did it live. If you were friends with us on Facebook, you could watch us live do this interview from the Great American Outdoor Show. Which is the world's largest outdoor show, by the way. It ends on Sunday. This is going to air Friday. You got two days left from the time that you get to hear us. Get your butts to Harrisburg. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal show. People were watching us and people were commenting and it was just one of the, it was one of the most fun episodes or interviews that I will ever do. I know that already. I don't care if this turns into a 30 year career for me, that will be one of my most fondest moments. So I really hope you guys enjoy the interview. I know you will. If you are friends with us and you didn't get to watch us live, go through our feeds on our pages. You'll still be able to watch it. It's hilarious. That was my week. I had a really cool week Got to meet some people. 
Ryan also introduced me to Sarah Gaffney. Sarah Gaffney is someone who I'm hoping to get on the show very, very soon. She is a pretty incredible female hunter, and she likes to hunt with hounds, which she's keeping that tradition alive. So my hat's off to her. I think that's phenomenal. She is one of the blonde bombshells in the hunting industry. Fortunately, we met, and hopefully I'm going to get her on the show. I think you guys will really enjoy that conversation as well. So coming up here, you're going to be hearing Ryan McKinney on the show. But first, we got a few things to talk about. What a crazy week it was for sports. We had the Super Bowl, and who would have thought? I'll tell you right now, I did not think that the Denver Broncos would beat the Carolina Panthers. I was hoping that they would, but I didn't think that they would pull it off. Cam Newton, in my eyes, is officially a ball baby, and he didn't show up. I don't think the Carolina Panthers, to me, showed no fire, none whatsoever. When you think about the saying, defense wins championships, it feels to me like in sports, no matter the sport, no matter if it's baseball, no matter if it's basketball, no matter if it's football, everything is based upon the offense. Who are the most famous players in the NFL? They're the quarterbacks. Who are the most famous basketball players? The guys who put the ball in the bucket. Famous baseball players. What's everybody want to see in baseball? The long ball. It's all about the offensive numbers. The Super Bowl proved that defense can still win championships, and you're not going to win a championship on just offense alone. And if there was ever going to be a showing that offense could do it, it would have been Carolina because they're so dynamic and so explosive. But unfortunately for Carolina, nobody showed up. It was all Denver's defense. Peyton didn't have a great game by any means. Denver's defense won the championship. So, kids, if you're out there and you're playing, focus on your defense, please. So the Super Bowl is over. Pitchers and catchers start in roughly about a week. I am so excited. So excited for baseball season to come along. True story, it is my favorite sport. Grew up playing baseball, got to travel across up and down the East Coast and throughout Canada. It's the greatest time of my life. Coming up for baseball season, a good friend of mine is a writer for MLB.com. I'm going to have him on the show talking all things baseball. Great guy. His name is John Chick. If you know him, tell him you heard him on the Toddcast. He is a writer. He writes for the Bleacher Report, MLB.com. Great guy. Very knowledgeable in baseball. And the cool thing about that is I know the conversations with him on the Toddcast will be very good because we were teammates for quite a while. And now he's doing that thing and I'm doing this thing and coming together. It's going to be a pretty great episode. So hopefully we're going to get him on the show here soon. It's going to be great. But now I say we get to the very hilarious and very funny conversation that I had with my good friend, Ryan McKinney. Folks, do enjoy. You gonna hear the legendary Ryan McKinney? Alright, we're doing it. You got a wild and crazy son here, Dave. <laughs> I'll hit continue if you don't do it. Alright, here we go, here we go. Say hey to everybody. Say hey to everybody. Kids put the pressure on. <laughs> we're going live right now via Facebook. Live. We're about to go live. We're there live. Hey. We're doing it. We're live. Where are we live from? We're live from the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You have the voice for this, though, so 
I want to hear I don't your, really have the voice. I want to hear your version you, of the intro. You just got to be animated. You, hey, guys, this is Todd Orton. Here with Ryan McKinnick. I, I do, cool. I, but I do like the the big intro. You know what I mean? Like the wrestling intro. I'm into that. Yeah. That's Bye, good stuff. Up. Good stuff. Anyway. We are live here from the Great American Outdoor Show. The voice you heard with me is Ryan McKinney. Works with Bear Lane Guide Service up in Maine. Ryan's dad is watching us live right now. Look at the delay on that. If you want to watch us live right now on Facebook, you're going to hear this later. You can't watch us live. <laughs> Feel free to come around. Feel free to come around. You're doing good. <laughs> Chris Weaver and Tara. What's Tara Bracker. Tara Bracker, welcome to the show. People right now are watching us live via Facebook. If you can watch us right now, if you're friends with us on Facebook, you're going to hear this on Friday, but you can watch us live right now on Sunday. Here with Ryan McKinney. We met two years ago on Facebook and had beers for the first time yesterday, along with Papa McKinney. He was there with us, talking wrestling, talking hunting, talking life. It was a good time. You excited for uh, the outdoor show, Ryan? Yeah, I'm excited. We got here yesterday. Uh, yesterday was the first day, opening day. It was really busy, man. It was really a lot going on. But there's a lot of shows throughout the week, a lot of vendors. They're going to be doing some different things throughout the week. So yesterday was opening day. Really, really busy day, which was good. So Sunday being Super Bowl Sunday, I think things are going to slow down just a little bit. But in general, I think it's going to be a good time. Uh, you, like I mentioned, today is Sunday, and you brought up the Super Bowl. So I have to ask you. Who's winning? After our conversation about Cam last night, I really want to see him do it. I, I just think they're absolutely unstoppable right now, but <coughs> I'm a Peyton fan because he's such a good dude. There's not that many good guys anymore that make $24 million a year. Yeah, I suppose you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. Would you be a good guy if you made $24 million a year? I don't know. I'd like to think I'd remember where yeah. I come from. Yeah, hopefully. You don't think you would? I don't know, $24 million a year? Yeah, I guess you can do whatever you want, say I, whatever you want, nothing's going to happen to yeah. you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably buy one of these outfitters in the show. I, I'd like to buy an outfitter. That'd be awesome. So is there a lot of people here that you recognize from years past? I've only been here as a spectator. Yeah, I mean, uh, you end up building a lot of relationships with people because you see the same people every year. It's really a lot of fun, uh, especially in our case. There's several outfitters from Maine that probably know us and we know them very, very well. There's a lot of outfitters here from Maine? From Maine, yeah. Really? So, you know, a lot of bear outfitters, and and we'll get together and kind of compare notes, that kind of thing, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, two booths down from us is Ron Davis of RD Whitetails in Ohio, very close with Bear Lane. Great outfitter, great people. Uh, Certainly, if you're looking for a whitetail hunt, they're, they're a place you should look at. But yeah, you end up building relationships with people. You know, we've had the same booth for several years, and the same, same booth, people. same spot. Yep, yep, same booth, same spot, same people in the area. You know, obviously we got this kind of empty spot behind us, but it's perfect. It is perfect. I didn't tell you guys, but I rented the spot so we could do <laughs> the, the podcast just for this. Yes, it's an expensive interview. That's Thank you right. very much. That's all right. <laughs> the whole Bear Lane, how it originated, how it started. It really started with uh, my father-in-law Frank Prokowski bear hunting in Maine. And then ended up starting his own business, obviously, Bear Lane, which he's been doing for 30 years. Um, you know, I mean, there's binders and pictures. I mean, it's just it's incredibly successful outfitter. You know, I think that one of the things that's popular, I'll call them fly-by-night outfitters, people who want to be a guide service, things like that. I mean, it's, it's a very popular business. 
but it's not an easy business for sure. Uh, it sounds like it would be a ton of hard work. Yeah, I mean, and for somebody to be around for 30 years is, is impressive. And still be successful at it? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. The hat's it's, off to the guy for impressive. sure. Okay, so I understand all that, but there's a sign right above me right now. Want to explain that sign uh, at all? Oh, yeah, the sign says, Hunts featured on Fear No Evil, Chris Brackett, uh, very, uh, very popular with us. He's hunted with us a lot. Uh, good friends with, with Frank. Um, so you end up building those relationships with people. You know, this year we hunted with, or last last year we hunted with Chris. This year we hunted with Corey Brosman of the Interlock team. Yeah. Very popular guys. Uh, so, you know, it's nice to build those relationships. It's nice to build those, you know, those uh, connections with people. And uh, I believe Corey's coming back this year with a large group. So that should be a lot of fun, too. Those guys, um, quite a bit of fame there because the outdoor industry is extremely huge, and it's only getting a lot more popular now, I believe, especially with the the introduction over the, over the years now to women. That's added eyes on television shows, more stars. So what are those people, I guess I'm going to classify them just like I would like a pro athlete. They have some fame, a lot more than you and I would. Yeah. Hunting with them, is it just like hunting with a buddy? Yeah, I mean, I've never specifically hunted with, with anybody of, uh, you know, I guess, high high fame. Uh, I hunted with Chris two years ago, but no females. We have a lot of female hunters. In fact, I'm looking at some of the pictures on the wall, and one of the most famous ones we have is uh, that young lady right there. 14 years old. Her bear is 410 pounds. That was two years ago. Very impressive bear. Uh, we had another young lady, Samantha, uh, last year hung with us. Uh, she was also successful. So, you know, I have never hunted with any any fe- females specifically, uh, but we get a lot of clients that are females. Uh, you know, and it's it's great to see. It really is. And they're, they're very, very engaged, very open to what the guys are telling them. Um, you know, and they end up doing very, very well, very well. You know, a lot of the reason I think is because somebody like me, you know, you, you have an expectation, you go into it absolutely with like, oh, I know what I'm doing, and, and, and the women oftentimes are more more willing to listen, more willing to yeah. To well, I think by nature, the women are less bullheaded too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a guy. I'll admit it. You know, I have my ways. I like to stick to them. Of course. But I think that the emergence of women in the outdoors has been very, very popular. Like I told you, I got a chance to talk to Sarah Gaffney, who has a booth here. She's with Sportsman's Alliance. I got a chance to talk with her. Extremely passionate about hunting with hounds, uh, which is something that we do uh, at Bear Lane. It is a service that we offer. You can bear hunt with hounds. Somebody like her who's involved with the Sportsman's Alliance, uh, involved with hound hunting, which has become very, very rare, you know. And a lot of people don't understand hound hunting. So to have somebody like that advocate for hound hunting, which is something that we do, you know, it's great to have those voices being heard, you know. And I know she writes a lot of articles about that and really advocates for that. Right now we're talking Berlin Guide Services in Wesley, Maine. Now, since the first word whenever you say Berlin is bear, have you ever had any kind of any kind of scare of any kind with a bear in your life? Uh I, They're pretty vicious. I think one of the <laughs> they can be. I think one of the funny, well, not funniest, but one one of the situations that we had two years ago, one of our clients harvested a bear and unfortunately didn't make the didn't make the best kill shot. But when we went to go recover the bear, 
one of our guides had to put it down with a firearm, but it was it was pretty intense to, yeah. to be out in the middle of the woods. Yeah, I mean Maine is Maine is a very very thick woods, so it's intense to be out there. I saw pictures. Uh, I saw that you wrote something. I actually found it because your dad shared it. Oh yeah. The picture was of I believe a bait pile. Yeah. You wrote if you look at the woods, you can barely see around it. Yeah. From the view of the bait pile from the tree stand. I tried to look through the wood. You can't see nothing. You can't see you ground can't. anywhere. You can't. And, and that's, like, really the challenge of bear hunting in Maine is that it is so thick, and you have your, your shooting lane, which is, you know, usually 20 yards, 20-yard 20 shot for archery, farther with for our gun hunters. But, you know, 20-yard shot isn't terribly long, obviously, for, for archery, but you can't see outside of, of your shooting lane, so... You know, when you're whitetail hunting, especially in Pennsylvania and, and New Jersey where I hunt, but and you know this, you know, you can really see and get a feel for what's oh, going yeah, on. Absolutely. In the you know, and you you can you can really get an idea of what's going on. So but when you're bear hunting, I mean the key to bear hunting is staying extremely still. Movement is everything. You know, you, you kinda have your cover scent with the bait pile that's in front of you. But movement is everything, which is extremely difficult for me. Me too. Extremely. For some reason, I'll get an itch that I just can't. That I just can't yeah. hold off. For yeah. some reason, I'll start confident. Sometimes that's just the way it works. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know if you know this story. Ryan and I have been communicating for about two years now. You know my bear story from September 28th. Your bear story? I have a bear story, and I've never, believe it or not, I've never gone bear hunting. Is it a Pennsylvania bear story? It's a Maryland bear story. Really? Yes. I want to hear it. Tell me. I take a trip out to Chicago, and I drive back nonstop, 18 hours. I get home at 5.30 in the morning, took that day off from my trip or whatever, and I'm like, well, it's 5.30 in the morning, and it's hunting season, you know? You're like, what am I going to do, go home? <laughs> you know, of course, I, of course I was just in a car for, you know, 18 hours, but I decided to go hunting. Drove an hour to my place that I hunted called Liberty Reservoir. If you ever go there, be careful. <laughs> Liberty Reservoir in Maryland. And, uh, no, I'm sorry, Lock Raven Reservoir. I forget there's so many of them. So I go there, and I'm, like, pretty exhausted. I decided to not climb a tree that day. Uh, I have had a half-blind with me, right? I've walked to my first spot where I always go, seen deer there before, and somebody's there. Somebody's in my spot. I don't even know how anybody got... I never saw more than three cars at this place. Somebody was in my spot. So, of course, I'm all fired up and irritated already because I'm tired. So then I walk out to my vehicle and I cross the road. There's like a mountainside up there, which I've always wondered about, but I've never been to. It's pitch black. I decide to try my luck up there. There is a tiny bit of road construction that's just starting at the time. Which is a big component to this story, believe it or not. <laughs> so I go up. So I walk up this mountain, and I'm probably on foot for maybe like 45 minutes to an hour or so. There's a field to my right and a gully to my left. So I kind of covered that that uh, whole section. Like I said, it's black. So I park up, put my blind up, backs up against a tree. Two hours later, I hear this, huh. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. First, the first thing that I thought of was another hunter walked up on me, and he's winning because it was pretty steep. So I'm like, oh, this sucks. So I turn around, and I'm telling you, it wasn't, it, I'll bet you it wasn't even eight feet away. It, it was, uh, there's a black bear there, 
somehow they didn't see me, must not have smelled me, nothing. I don't know how on earth it got so close, but I turned around, and I'm on this little tripod still, right? <laughs> and I wrote about this story, too, on my blog, so you can check it out. Theoutdoorexpression.weebly.com if you want to check it out. Wordpress.com, Weebly's good. an old one. So, so I can appreciate that shameless blog right there. That's yeah, I'm there you go. <laughs> I got to get over somehow. <laughs> so, it sees me, and it's, it goes to stand up on its hind legs. And I'm, like, starting to freak out now. I don't have a sidearm with me. I'm just, I, I got my bow in the holder on the ground. I got my Havilon in my pack. I just, like, nothing I can do except throw knuckles. And, uh, <laughs> but when it came up, um, it did, like, this. It seemed like a hot thing or something. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. But, and I thought it was coming towards me. Well, I fell backwards off my tripod, so my feet went up. I did a backwards somersault or whatever, but it went backwards and took off 90 degrees to the left. And I've, I've told this story to people in Maryland who have hunted there, and they said never in, a, in their life have they, seen a, have they seen a bear there. Really? But September 28th, 2014, it's forever I had an encounter with a bear in a place where nobody knows that there's bears. Is there, is there a bear hunting in Maryland, you know? Yeah, there is. Um, I was really irritated with Maryland. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really not a fan of that yeah. state. I really yeah. uh, this state. I love you people there, but yeah. I hate your state. Like I said, I never went bear hunting personally. I've never done it. I always wanted to. I'm saving my first bear hunt for for Bear Lane. Just letting you know that we got paperwork. You, you got we paperwork. Can, we can, we'll have to we check it out. Get you signed up. We'll have to check it out. <clears throat> we but, can get you signed up. So no that's, problem. That's my bear story, and it's the only. Believe it or not, that's the only time I've ever seen a bear out in the woods either. I'm surprised you haven't seen a bear in Pennsylvania. The county that my father lives in takes the most bear every year. Oh, yeah. I've never done it. I wish I would have, but I also hunt alone. Yeah. I'm a, so that would be, I'm, I'm assuming that would be rather difficult to do it all, do it by yourself. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't probably wouldn't recommend it. I, mean, I wouldn't know. But yeah. you you got to try out for the Pennsylvania Grand Slam this year. That's what you got to do. You think so? The Pennsylvania Grand Slam. Explain the Grand Slam. It's Pennsylvania whitetail, bear, and turkey. And I think it, do they say it's got to be from the same county? I don't know. I'm not sure, but the way that they can be yeah. sometimes by making things pretty hard on us, I can yeah. see that maybe happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's got to be from the same county. I don't know. I mean, anybody who can shoot a whitetail, a bear, and a turkey, in Pennsylvania, that, that's pretty impressive. That's, yeah, that's Espe- incredibly impressive. For me, it's especially the bear because... You can't bait in Pennsylvania. Nope. You can't use dogs in Pennsylvania. Nope. So usually it's like blind luck that you're sitting in your whitetail stand and hoping you have for the op- best. You have an opportunity, but Pennsylvania bear are gigantic. I know. Huge. You know because they got a lot of food, they got a lot of hibernation. When they do hibernate, when well, they put on all that weight to hibernate, you know what I mean. So you know, dumpster divers, you know what I mean. So they're eating junk sometimes. But they get huge. I mean, I think we talked about this last night. I think they say that like the top three biggest bears in the country are from Pennsylvania. No, we didn't talk. About it. I didn't know that. Yeah, like the top three biggest black bears in the country are from Pennsylvania. Don't quote me on that. I'm quoting you. No, don't do that. It's, it's already written. But I also read an article that they apparently had a had another record in recent years. But when they when they uh, Process the bear. They cut too close to the skull. It couldn't be scored. No way. Yeah, they ruined a record. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're the man who shoots that. No, I, and you I'm, find out. I'm losing it, losing my mind. Uh, yeah. You think there's any way that they? I mean, 
No. There's there's nothing that could be done no. to even try to make you feel a little bit better no, on that. I mean, free taxidermy, I guess. I don't know. Not if you have a record, though. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. You got a record-setting bear, and I'm not really sure what it is. I mean, I'm sure it's in the... I don't know. I'm not sure how big it is. I don't want to make out a dumb number. But... Yeah, but I know Pennsylvania had a really big bear. Maine, Maine bear just aren't, aren't as big. I mean, an average average Maine black bear, probably between 150 and 250. You know, it's an average good bear. Yeah. You know, yeah, we've shot bear larger than that. Uh, you know, like Haley's bear was 410. I mean. It's I a know. good size bear. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a, re- good size it's a bear. really big bear. And, you know, they have good, solid black bear, but it's a common misconception for black bear that, you know, they're just not as big as people think that they are. You know what I mean? Which can be frustrating sometimes. You know, we get some, some clients who want to shoot giant black bear. And Maine is a great place to hunt black bear, but it's just not that big. I mean, yes, we've done it. You know, we've shot giant, you know, nice big black bear. But it's just not the most common, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would say that if you have a, if you have a 200, 250-pound black bear, you have a really nice bear. You know what I mean? A really nice bear. You know, it, it's a it's a great animal to hunt. It's it's a very intense place to hunt. It's a lot different for me because of the woods are so thick. You know? Yeah. So it's a it's a great experience. And Maine is a beautiful place. If you've never been to Maine, you really got to take some time. You know, I have it. It's and beautiful. I, I love the hunt. Obviously, I love the fish. Why have I never been to Maine? I don't know. And the fishing is great there. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's, the fishing is great there. What so, kind of fishing is it? I were to go there, and I didn't know anything about the state of Maine, and I wanted to go fishing. What could you tell me? Or some things that I could go for? You can. You, I mean, you can really do a lot. I mean, uh, when we went, I mean, it kind of was kind of last minute. Like it wasn't a planned trip for sure. But when we went, we just had some extra time to go fishing. That's what we did. Beautiful bass. You know, I got a chance to catch a pike, which you never caught a pike before. I've never done that. And it was pretty intense. In fact, it yeah. almost ripped my finger off. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it was... <laughs> All right. Well, i got to interrupt you here. Just because you mentioned about ripping a finger off. Yeah. Uh, Tell me a pike ripped your finger off. Do not... <laughs> Listen, podcast world, viewers right now on the Facebook video thing that I don't get, but he does. I don't understand that. you got to listen to this story. I don't know if it's true, but I'm saying it anyhow. I, I'm telling you right now, don't sue me for no reason. <laughs> but I have this buddy... Who told me that at Howard Dam in Howard, Pennsylvania, was an Asian guy who went there and caught a muskie. He didn't know nothing about muskies, but he ended up actually catching one. He he tried to pull it out of the water by putting his fingers no, that's in his grill. Yeah, that's terrible. And he yeah. lost the tips of his uh, three middle fingers. Yeah, there. that'll do it. His index middle and ring, the tips are gone. That's the rumor on the street back where I'm from. All over. I don't know if it's true. But I believe it because <laughs> some people just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, in general, I don't. I don't. Wouldn't make it a habit of sticking. Your, I mean, it was pretty obvious. I wouldn't make it a habit of sticking my fingers. If it's like me. a bass, if yeah. it's anything other than a bass, I'm not gonna do it. Baby. Nah, you know what I mean? That's a that's a bad idea. Yeah. So if, if that happened to you, fella, sorry for throwing you under the bus, yeah. but pay attention next I'm time. I'm super excited. We have 11 viewers. I know. Now. 11. Josh and, and just, Jamie Christopher, I think, was the first one other than your wife to comment. J- we are live on the Facebook video Jamie's thing. A, Jamie's <laughs> a good friend of mine. Do you know Josh? Do you know Josh? I'm not sure. Josh Carney? Dude, if I don't know you, why don't I know you? You really... Living for the hunt on Instagram. Check me out. Yeah, you really you really need to take some time to get to know Josh. Yeah? I've, I've talked to Josh very briefly. 
Uh, you know, he's he's extremely popular. He's the mouth caller. You ever seen a mouth call? Him so mouth? Just Google Josh Carney. Just Google. And listen to him mouth call. And he, he commented, which I'm, I'm kind of starstruck right now that he commented. Listen. But listen, he, he says stop. he's, 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 he's no, going to no, so bear hunt me. going to bear hunt me. Go bear hunting me. I'm going to bear hunt with you because I've never done it either. But you just said you're starstruck. I am a I'm starstruck star right now. Why? Because you're the legendary Ryan stop. McKinney. Stop. Nobody There's, has look, information look, rapidly, like this guy does. That's why I'm here right now. Viewers. Look. Are we? <laughs> we're rapidly Are we feeding viewers. a line of crap to these I people? Know. I don't know. It's a heck of a story. Make we're sure you pay attention. We're here to have fun. That's we are cool. here to have fun. That's why we're here at the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It goes till Saturday, correct? Or is it uh, end on Sunday? I think it goes till Saturday. It goes, I thought it goes till Saturday, too. Yeah. So if you guys listen to this on Friday when I put this out on my podcast, Todd Orndorf on the podcast, go check it out. And it goes till the 14th. Oh, there's going to be... Oh, it's a good place to take a date because it's open on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So if you want to go get some, I don't know, I don't, uh, elk jerky and share it with your lady, feel free. Come you, on up. Are you taking dates to the Great American I, I don't have one to bring, but hey, <laughs> if anybody has that someone that wants to go to the outdoor show with me, how you doing? So if you want to, if you want to go on a date to the Great American Outdoor Show, oh baby, stop by Bear Lane. Bear Lane is for lovers. We're for lovers. And if you're watching this right now, and now we have seven viewers. I know. Our viewers Why are dropping. We our, have six viewers. We got seven again. Our viewers are dropping because I and think... And Josh is cracking up. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. It's awesome. This is actually happening right now. You're going to hear all this again on my podcast. If you have never listened to it, listen to it. You know, you've listened to my podcast. Yeah. I don't want you to think of my podcast. Don't lie. I'm not... But, I wouldn't lie to you. I mean, I'm well, sitting... I mean, you can now. lie. It makes me sound better. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, Todd, Todd! Todd is a new podcaster. This is a new, a new, new uh, venture for him. But if you don't know anything about Todd, you really need to take. You really need to talk about some of your experiences. Because how old are you now? Thirty? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. So, so at twenty nine years old, Todd has done some of the wildest things that most people would have no experience. I don't like to do time. anything that's normal. No, I, I, normal I know, to obviously. me is boring. Yeah. Who starts a podcast for no reason at all, just because no, I mean, they want to do something because they're bored? This yeah. guy does. You should definitely talk, like. I, I got to know Todd because if you don't know him, go follow him on Instagram because he does these fifteen-second motivational, energized WWE-style intros <laughs> to things. And I, I jokingly said to him once, I was like, you know, I'm going to hire you one day. You did. You did. That every time I walk in a room, you're going to announce my entrance. Just and you were did. like, I'm going to do that. And he did like a 15-second promo, promo, promo. On, on Instagram. It was really funny. You know, I get a lot of people who enjoy my videos just because they're crazy. Then I've had a lot of people say like they absolutely hate my video yeah really yeah well not hey they just don't understand why somebody would do that but normal people wouldn't do that i don't like to be normal yeah but that's that's that's, it's it's i'm glad you bring that up because that's real that's something in the outdoor industry that i think is like one one of the problems in the outdoor industry is there's not i really like that that you're individual you know what i mean and, like, when I first started, not that I'm anywhere in the outdoor industry, you know, not that I've made it or anything, but when I first started, I really struggled with, like, finding my niche, like, who I was, you know what I mean, and what I brought to the table. And I really struggled with that. Yeah. Because I watched people who 
I had a ton of respect for, and I was like, man, that guy like fills a specific niche that nobody else fills. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was so enamored with people because I like I watch people, and I'm like, man, that is so cool. How come I can't think of that? You know? So I really, and in fact, recently, I probably got to the point that I was like, all right, who am I, and what do I bring to the table? Why am I different than the next guy? Yes. And I really needed to take time to think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is sometimes it take. Sometimes it takes a long time to realize how to set yourself apart from everybody else because we all have the same interests. Yeah, I mean that's why. But how do you dare to be different? Yeah, that's the struggle, I believe. Especially in the outdoor industry, because you know everybody's going to have different takes on how to shoot giant deer or how to shoot giant bear and what their what their process for that is. You know, everybody has a different approach. Right, and I and I, the problem is, is that we don't we don't embrace sometimes that everybody's different and everybody's an individual. What did she say? She ain't hated more successful than you, Todd? Uh, We're reading uh, comments. Yes, we are. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not successful by any means. Trust me. (laughs) So anyway, your your point about, you know, your individual, people not liking your videos, like, you know, that's one of the things that I've really had a hard time with was... I will say there is more who do than don't. Yeah. And, but that was one of the things I had a hard time with was realizing that some people are going to not like... Yeah. What you do, or no, not like what I do, or the way that I do it. Yeah. You know, and I've become very comfortable with that. You know, some people are going to love it, and I'm great. I appreciate that. You know, I've recently I had people who have don't know me at all. You know, I've never met comment on things that I've said or things that I've written or pictures that I've had, and you know, really showed me that like the things that I may do or say may reach out to somebody. Yeah. And to me, that was really really powerful stuff. Yeah. You know, if a few people can take at least a, a small speck of something out of what you do, then you know what? Why stop? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's the same thing with you, man. I mean, if, when you start telling your story, when you start telling people about, I'm going to put you out there, about your professional wrestling career. About your, I didn't have a career. I, was, your, I attended school. Yeah, but <laughs> you had some pretty intense stories. I had some cool stories, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's because I got my butt whooped and I got yelled at every single day of my life it, when I was there. That's why it's so funny. And, and your journey to the road to professional baseball, like we had, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a big, big deal. It was a, it was a good time. Yeah. So, you, you know, you have a lot of stories that people are going to are gonna listen to, you know, and regardless if they're in, in the baseball or in the wrestling or not, you, yeah. know, you know, they're going to be into that. And I think that you doing the podcast, oh, man, we got a warning. We got a warning. We got a two-minute warning. Two-minute warning? What is this? I didn't know we had a two-minute warning. What is this? Two-minute warning crap. Facebook, if you guys... Listen, Facebook, if you're listening to my podcast, which I'm sure you do, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Facebook listens to this thing, change your... First of all, give me the ability to go live and not just my buddy Ryan here. Get, I want some of that action, get too. Get Zuckerberg down here. Yeah, Zuck... I'm not. I'm not talking about that it's, fellow. It's he doesn't. Like, no, no. He doesn't give me the opportunity to go live on my podcast, so I'm not giving him any <laughs> freaking time on here. Get, Screw that guy. Get Zuckerberg down. He's here. a nice guy, I'm sure. So, so he can watch our podcast. Yeah, and then he can. Un- you know what? Maybe Facebook can sponsor me. That would be intense. Then I could retire at 29 years yeah, old. Yeah, you can. I would do one episode, yeah. take how much I'm going to charge, and then just call it quits. Yeah. Sorry, fella. Yeah, you'd be done. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I think my. <laughs> My favorite video that I ever did, I'm sure you've seen it, was um, preparing for bow season, and I'm in my kitchen, Oh yeah. and I have a jar of venison yeah. on my counter, and I'm pretending like I'm hunting, and I'm like spotting and stalking through my kitchen, and then I see the 
Jordan Venison. Do you remember that video? I do, I do. <laughs> if you've never seen that, I'm actually proud of that. Because that was like 12.30 in the morning. So go check it out on Living for the Hunt. L-I-V-I-N, the number four, the hunt. Check it out. That, remind, that reminds me of, like, do you ever shoot in your house? No, I never I shoot did. in my house all the time. Yeah? Yeah, it's super Where I lived in Maryland, the place really wasn't the... There was really no spot where I could. It was kind of strange. There was really no spot where I could have. And in PA, I haven't done that. But, I mean, I know a lot of people do it. I always think it's awesome. Like, I yeah. watch Kame Haynes do it all the time. And, yeah. like, dude, step to the side. Yeah, I'll shoot, show you. I, shoot, shoot. I shoot in my house a lot. And Wait, hold on. Kelly, if you're still watching this, <laughs> no. I want to know what Kelly thinks of this. You are wearing a Bo Addicts hat and an Evo Outdoors t-shirt. Yeah. Who you are associated with. Yeah, Feel free to tell the world. Tell me about it. Tell me about Evo. I'm excited to hear about it. <laughs> well, let, let me start Let me start with Bo Addicts. We're going to start with Bo Addicts because this is his show now. It's not mine. No, Feel no, free. No, Take over. Show. It's not my show. Uh, the only reason I want to start with Bo Addicts is because they were, they were the first... They were the first company that I got involved with. Okay. Um, the owners of that are Chad and Mandy Davis. Very nice people. Very, um, just just an amazing company because of, of them. Um, just awesome to work with. So I, I've, I've been with them fairly early. Uh, you know, they've since gotten some more pro staff. Um, but just a phenomenal company. I really enjoy working with them. When I got with them, I just started to build a relationship with Chad and and uh, hopefully conducted myself in a fashion that he appreciated. I guess we're losing live coverage. We're, we can't go live right now. That's all right. We have a problem with going live. Yeah, we're having live. Too many people right are watching us. It's making the whole thing crash. Right. So if you got in, you're lucky. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and then when then when, uh, when I got involved with Evo, actually I got involved with Evo because they had a simple post on Facebook about looking for for people to be involved and they have a very extensive application process which I you know did my best to go through and then I actually got accepted to, to be with them yeah I've looked through it myself yeah, yeah. I, you mentioned that um, but uh, you know they have they have a lot of, they have a lot of team members uh, which is awesome they're a spectacular company I mean uh, Tracy and Dave Harden are at the helm of that company I've been with them probably a very short time less than a year I believe um, but another phenomenal company that, that really focuses on people's love for the outdoors and people's interests and, and being a part of that. And, and they really, really promote the team aspect, which I, which I appreciate. The other thing that I like about them a lot is that, you know, as much as it's my responsibility to do my best to promote them, they do what they can to promote me too, you know, which which is really spectacular. I mean, it makes you feel like the company actually cares about you. Yeah, it, A lot it really of times does. now with the way everything's so corporate, pretty important stuff to always feel wanted and feel appreciated. Yeah, and I Happy think, to have around. I think one of the most humbling aspects is that there, there's members of that team are just, in my opinion, just juggernauts in the industry. You know, people that I really respect, people that I really admire. You know, it's really humbling to be on the list of that, the list of those people, you know, and I and I and I appreciate the things that they do. Um, so it's really it's really a pleasure to be with both companies. But you know, one of the things that Evo did was my personal opinion on the word pro staff. I don't particularly care for it. Um, you know, because it's kind of changed hands over the years of what it really is. You know, so Evo went to this went to a system where they everybody's a team member. You're either on the team or you're not. 
and I really appreciate that, you know, because whether you're a seasoned professional, whether you're new, whatever the case may be, you're still part of the group. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I feel like, if anything, I'm at the bottom of the totem pole, and I, you know, really look up to the people that I, that I work with there. Same thing with bow addicts. I mean, there's people on the bow addicts team that are just phenomenal hunters. I mean, uh, there's a guy there, Chad Harvey. He's spectacular. Cody is very popular. Uh, you know, on social media, the guy is just an absolute beast in the woods. I mean, he did a did a brown bear hunt in Alaska recently, and you know, phenomenal, phenomenal guys that I get to work with. And I'm, I know I'm missing people, and I, and I apologize, but um, yeah, but you're putting over the whole company. But you have some connection with Racketters, don't you? Yeah, with Racketters, they actually they're a bunch of pretty good guys out there in Jersey. Yeah, um, I get my sense, my lords from. If you guys don't know who Racketters sense and lords are. Go to Rat Getter, Sense and Lures on Instagram, and uh, awesome people. They they will communicate with you so much and ask you about the products, help you with their products. I just started using them this year. I spoke to them yesterday, actually. I'm going to have them on the show here eventually, which is pretty awesome because they've helped me out. They've sent me stuff. I was actually going to wear the Racketter shirt today, but of course I forgot it because I was so excited for this podcast. I forgot a few things and the Racketter shirt was one of them. But there are a bunch of good guys over there. Like I said, go check them out on Instagram. <coughs> and uh, you kn- you know the guys personally though, correct? I don't know them personally, you don't know them personally. but I, how I got to know them was I walked into a local, uh, a local um, archery outdoor shop in, in the area that I hunt. And I noticed that they had some product there, so I went up to the I went up to the, the guy who says, "Do you know anything about this?" And he said, uh, "Yeah, it's actually a guy right in the area that makes this product." So I started doing some research, contacted him myself, just wanted to introduce myself and say hi. Now I found out he was right around the corner from where I was hunting, and then I noticed that the company was just exploding. Oh, it went through the roof. Oh, exploding. Through the roof. That's why you need to check these guys out. Exploding. That's that's the best word you can use. (laughs) So, I mean, they went through the roof and I ended up, because the reason I was interested in them is not so much for the deer lure, but they make bear scents too, uh, which I was interested in talking to them about because obviously... We're barely... We do, we do. You know what I mean? So... We're back live again, and look, I got... Oh my gosh, we're live again. We're back Howdy again. Howdy from Texas. What's up, Kristen? How are you? spectacular that we're back in the, back in the game. Anyway, why don't, you, uh, why don't you get us up to, everybody live, up to date on what we're doing here. What we're doing right now, for all of you that have not been watching, my name is Todd Orndorff. I have a podcast called Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast. Go check it out. It's on podbean.com. You can type in Todd Orndorff on the toddcast.podbean.com. Download the Podbean app. Type in the show name. You can you can download anything that you want to that I that I put on or you can take it with you. No matter where you go when you're driving in your car, if you don't want to listen to music because you hear the same song over and over, and you'd rather hear us instead, <laughs> you can put headphones in. You can play it through your car via Bluetooth, whatever. You can hear it all the time. But that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Here with my buddy Ryan McKinney. We are here at the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. It's pretty awesome, pretty exciting. We are at booth, don't tell me, 4828. 4828, that's it. Oh my God, I got it right. I got lost on the way here. I was here for 45 minutes, couldn't find a place, and I was right beside it. In the the outfitter room at the Great American Outdoor Show. Which is in the the main hall, by the way. Gigantic. So come to the main hall if you're here. This will be published on Friday. 
which means you still got two days. You got Saturday the 13th and 14th to bring your Valentine here. Stop by and see these guys. Stop by and see Bear Lane. Like I said, this will be posted on Friday, so make sure you check it out. Make sure you download it. I started this podcast a week ago, and so far I'm at around 250 downloads, and I just haven't... I uh, just have two episodes, so it's blown up pretty good. And you've good. hit other countries. And I've hit Guam and Norway, baby. That's, that's a, right. Two that's other countries. It's pretty awesome, pretty exciting. Bam. Thanks for being on the show, buddy. Man, I appreciate it. First of all... I've got to meet you. First of all, let me tell you... Let me let me put, make something very clear. I have had, I have no business being on a podcast. I, like, I disagree. Listen, we're, we're in a I room... I disagree. We're in a room right now full of easily some of the best hunters, fishers... Outdoors men and women. Yeah, they're pretty good. I, I am like low on the totem pole here. Like, you you're should, low you, on the totem But I, listen, you're on the totem pole. I could easily walk out there and get you some super big names. To, but why to why waste my time when I already got one right here? I appreciate it. I already got one right here. I appreciate All right, guys. It. This so, is Todd Orndorff with Ryan McKinney. You going to say something? Feel free. No, I just wanted to, to say thank you for having me, man. Hey, man us awesome. finally getting together. Yes. Please, if you Appreciate the beer yesterday. <laughs> That was nice of you. If you're watching or listening, when it comes out, make sure you uh, click the link, download, follow Todd. Make sure you're uh, following all his social media. Yeah. Where can they find you on social media? You can find me at, well, actually now, I'm going to plug this because I totally forgot. My podcast is now on Twitter because Twitter doesn't make enough money. They can't extend the characters for more characters, so I can't write Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast. T.O. on the Toddcast for Twitter. You can find me at Livin'. L-I-V-I-N the number four The Hunt on Instagram make sure you go check it out I post a lot of crazy videos like Ryan said some people are into the whole picture thing for some reason I'm into the video thing I have no idea why but that's what I like to do that's where you can find me and in case people well this is being seen on my Facebook right now where can people find you bro yeah so preach to them so Personally, I like Instagram better. Oh, I love it. I feel it. like I Instagram Instagram is a lot less drama than Facebook. Yeah. So Instagram, I'm at r.mckinney, M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y. Real simple stuff. Uh, I'm going to cut you off real quick. Go ahead. Let me tell you why I love Instagram so much. Let me. Because I believe that there is a big, like, it's, it's multiple communities following people on there in the outdoor industry. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to see somebody who knows how to knit a hat or something. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't care. I don't. I just personally nothing against you. I just don't care about. You can find yeah. whatever you're into. Yes, there, yeah. that's why I love Instagram so much because yeah. I can pick and choose the things that I personally want to look at. Right. I. Everybody has Facebook. I have a Facebook. My dad just got a Facebook, which nice. is kind of weird to me, pops. That is weird. All right, but it's but awesome. I, it is awesome. And I'm really not liking Facebook now because I can't go live myself. So I'm sick. Like I'm still right leaning now. more to Instagram. Yeah, Look, and Ryan can do it. I can't. I don't uh, understand. So I think I'm, you have to be on a certain level to go live. Like. I'm not on the totem pole. <laughs> I'm not on the totem pole. I don't think that's, that's why he's here. He's on the totem pole. He can go live. Thank you guys <laughs> you very much too. for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, it's Fridays. Every week on Fridays, you can listen to my show. I post it at midnight. Try to if I'm awake. And uh, make sure you check it out. Make sure you download because it's running hard. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it very much. Till awesome. next time. As Frazier will throw in from side court, throws in the bonnet, and he moves it across. One bounce to Reed. In the corner of the Buster side jump. No good. Rebound, Orndorff, and he stuffs. Todd Orndorff connects on his third field goal, and he hears it from the crowd. 
I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Ryan. Like I said, it was one of my favorites that I'll ever do, and I know this already. Big news! We got big news here for Todd Orndorff on the Talkcast. February 20th, I will be at the Sportsman Show at Seneca Allegheny Casino in Salamanca, New York. I got off the phone yesterday with the director. I got my booth set up. They told me where I'm going to be, and it's going to be a different kind of episode. I'm doing it from there. I'm not going to really have an interview, one main guy or girl that I'm going to interview. So basically, the thousands of people that are going to be there, I'm just going to pull random people and say, listen, whether you like it or not, you're going to be on my podcast. So if you're in the New York area, if you're in the surrounding areas of Salamanca, New York, come on by. February 20th, I will be there. Shake my hand. Take a business card. Tell your friends. Tell your buddies. Tell a friend. Tell a foe. It's going to be awesome. Come on out. Sit down. Just talk. We can record. And then you can say, guess what, Ma? I was on the podcast. That's February 20th, guys. I hope to see you all there. Make the trip. You're going to enjoy it. Lots of great people going to be there. And you never know. You might be uh, standing next to me at the crab stables. Because I will be there too. Thank you guys very much for listening. Awesome, awesome time. Awesome guest this week. What do you say we close out the show with one of my favorites, Mr. Marv Albert. Good night now. Thank you for listening. The attendance was off the charts. Tune in next time to Todd Orndorff on the Toddcast. Thank you and good night.